listening to Loud on the Set with Kyle and James. A level-headed movie critic meets a loudmouth movie cynic. And action! All right, welcome back to the show. My name is Kyle. This is James. And today, James, what are we doing? Fast forward Halloween edition. Fast forward Halloween edition. That's right. We're going back to fast forward, doing some speed reviews. Top 25 horror movies. Some weird list I found online. There's a lot of debate about what the best horror films are. Um, so this is just some uh, list I, uh, I worked at compiling. So we're going to run them down, talk a little bit about them, and have some fun. Right, James? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, the rules still apply. One minute per movie, about 30 seconds talking time for each of us. That signals us to move on to the next one. And we get one, one timeout, time out. one terrifying timeout. Yes, where we get to override the other person and just talk. Yeah, excellent. Take a timeout. Make sure you take a timeout. All right, top twenty-five horror movies. Fast forward, Halloween edition coming at you in three, two, one. Cabin in the Woods. This was a recent film that came out, uh, one uh, that I really enjoyed. Kind of flips the genre on its head a little bit, sets up your expectations kind of backwards. Directed by that one guy. You know him, uh, dude from Buffy and uh, all that other stuff. He's the guy that everybody loves. Um, Yeah, uh, I enjoyed this movie. I think it definitely is deserving to be on this list. And it's pretty damn spooky at times. And that's my time. I agree with it. I saw it recently, too. Uh, I thought it was interesting with an interesting twist. And like Kyle said, it sort of takes the genre and flips it on its head. The whole angle being that all the horror and and scares, at least for a while, are staged by a production company. But then a secondary twist where the production company is running the whole thing because if they don't keep up the spectacle, then some otherworldly monsters (laughs) will devour the planet. And that's that's my biggest criticism, that it became a bit overblown, Kyle. I wish they would have showed a little bit more restraint. The original idea, without that second twist of the monster that would develop, would have been enough. Yep. Scream is the next move on the list. Kyle, we've mentioned this before in uh, various conversations here on Loud and Set. Clever movie. Definitely redefined the teen horror genre. Mm-hmm. Excellent work by Wes... Craven. Wes Craven, thank you very much. Uh, the characters are memorable. Uh, there's a comic relief character in the form of Randy... They're the two lead good-looking boys that turn out to be the killers. Um, it, it has all the budding stars you'd expect. It's great. It's it's excellent, Kyle. Take it. Yeah, I saw this uh, pretty late in my life. Uh, not that I'm dead, but up to this point um, in my life. I saw it later. Um, and it definitely stands the test of time as being something that took the conventional kind of Halloween-style psycho killers for no reason, um, attacking babysitters uh, situation, and uh, turned it around, made it a little bit more of a mystery. You know, mm-hmm. you, you weren't introduced to Michael Myers right off the bat. He's a scary one. Be afraid of him. You were introduced to a spooky mystery. Dracula from 1931. Uh, I saw this movie a long time ago, and it scared the shit out of me because I was too young when I saw it. Um, But Dracula is, is, uh, this one's a little bit hokey, and if you go back, of course, special effects, yada, 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 it's out of date. Um, But it still holds up in spook factor and cinematography. It's a a good old film. It's old. 1931, James. Black and white, it's old. You won't like it. But it stands up. We've made it three movies in. It only it took three movies this time. It wasn't the, it wasn't the first movie. You haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. Kyle. Hallelujah! Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, Dracula. I understand it's a classic. 
um, the Universal Movie Monsters, that whole lineup. Yeah. I haven't seen any of those fucking movies. Wow. Isn't that sad? Yeah, I'll have to pull one out. Any of the Universal Monsters? Like no. Mummy or anything? No. Dude. I've seen him dance around the fucking stage at Universal Studios <laughs> like a bunch of assholes during their <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights. But in their actual realm, the, the cinema? No, sorry. I'm going to call a timeout right here. Because I want to say that when I went to the Universal Studios and I went on their Universal Monsters... Uh, what's that called? The Haunted House. I Wait, are we talking about Florida? You talk about Los Angeles? Los Angeles. All right, all right, all right. The Haunted House, all the Universal monsters and everything. Uh-huh. Never been more scared in my fucking life. I, oh, this, this, this is their Halloween theme night then? Uh, no, it was just their haunted house that they have there at the park. Oh. It's like always open. Uh, terrifying. I almost uh, shat my pants. And everybody thought that I was just like fucking trolling them, but I was scared as fuck. Anyway, wow. time out over. Next film is... At number four, the Babadook or Babadook. The Babadook. Back to back, Kyle. Never saw it. I have no you idea. You never saw it? I have no idea what this is even okay. about. You, uh, you might as well take it from here. Yeah, I'm going to. If you haven't seen a movie, that should be a new rule on our list. If you haven't seen a movie, the other person gets to talk for the All whole sure. minute. Take it. Take yeah. It. So, um, no, it doesn't have to be the whole minute. Um, the Babadook is another recent movie that came out, and it's really awesome. Um, the premise is basically there's a mom and her kid. And I believe the husband died and the kid is like wrestling with that emotion uh, and the mom is wrestling with it as well. And they're very unstable um, mentally. So it's all about grief. It's about how you cope with grief and loss. But the Babadook is from a book and it's a scary uh, character in a book. And that movie has some super quality, not cheap scares in it. It's also really deep. It's a really good drama in addition to being scary. And I enjoyed it a lot. The Blair Witch Project. Every time I watch this movie, it still scares the shit out of me. And I know a lot of people don't like it. But what I love about it is it's like a choose-your-own-adventure. You you get to put in whatever scares you to death is what's in those woods and is what's with them. And I think from bottom to top, having made a couple of amateur movies myself, that is a phenomenal uh, piece of work. And anybody who doesn't think so can suck it. Well, I agree with you, Kyle. <laughs> Nothing but fond memories the first time I saw it. And it, it makes me remember the time that I left a, a bloody pile of some fucking kid's teeth in the middle of the woods myself. Really excellent stuff. Really great memories. Um, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, what, what else about Blair Witch Project? Um, I always said to people that, you know, paid attention to me when I ranted about this movie, you should have just fucking lit the whole woods on fire. That would have attracted a whole rescue party. I understand it was raining, but still set fire to that shit. And my sister almost, my sister and I threw M&M's at people in the theater when they made fun of the movie. Suspira. Suspira? Suspiria. I guess I spelled it wrong on our list here. Oh, shoot. Anyway, (laughs) uh, I have no idea this is. It's probably about breathing or something like that. It is not. Suspiria, (laughs) or maybe it is. I don't know. Suspiria is a film about a ballerina uh, who's in, uh, I want to say France, but now I can't remember. She's in Europe, and she goes to like this super, oh, no, Russia. Duh. She goes to like this school of all these um, Russian girls that are trying to be ballerinas. And there's all this weird demonic shit going on and, like, this crazy cult and stuff. It is absolutely insane. I just watched it for the first time this year, too. The music is amazing. Um, Totally astounding. I would definitely recommend this movie to people that love watching weird, uh, bizarre shit. James, I know you would hate it. But but Suspiria is a very weird, um, original, unique horror film. 
Let the Right One In. Um, I saw this a while ago. This is a good movie um, about vampires, but uh, it puts them in the light of, you know, just being people and being uh, cursed with vampirism, basically. And it's all about these kids, and they're kind of friends, but one of them is a vampire and all the drama that that, uh, that unfolds from there. I'm making it sound dumb. It's really clever. It was unique, and I think that it's Norwegian or Swedish. It's Swedish. I haven't seen it, Kyle. God damn it, that's two in a row. Uh, so how do you hear these movies? Dude, I just see everything. Uh, apparently, yeah, Jesus. Yeah, let the right one in. Christ. Swedish vampire uh, horrors. It's it's pretty interesting. They should have had the Lost Boys on here instead. I, I'd seen that movie. They that's should, a, that's yeah. a vampire movie. I'm going to drink your really blood in the next couple of minutes. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's the Lost Boys should be on there as well. Um, uh, yeah, I enjoy, uh, I enjoy weird vampire movies, I suppose. What did you say? An American Werewolf in London. Kyle, I, maybe I should have saved this for one of our surprise episodes, but surprise, I haven't seen this one either. What? In a row. Oh, my God. That might be a record for Fast Forward. Have you forward. seen at least the transformation scene yes, from this? Yes, because I know it's okay. iconic, and it's, it's often held up in cinema history. As what one do you of think? The best. Does it stand up? I'd have to see it again. Yeah. yeah. Um, it does. But it's, 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 <laughs> I know, I just, I don't know. I never saw it. Another fucking movie I never saw. Okay, so here's what's great about An American Werewolf in London. Go. Is that it is very tense the whole time. Uh, the, the gas pedal does not get lifted up for the whole movie from start to finish. And once it does and you feel like you're about to breathe at the end, fucking movie just ends. It ends on like the weirdest. It is a, it's a full throttle thrill ride from when you get started. Two guys are hiking in London um, out in the moors, out in the moors, and there's a werewolf. One of them gets werewolfized and then <laughs> uh, lives a little bit as a werewolf. Dawn of the Dead. This is the Romero film from 78. Not fucking Zack Snyder remake. Um, Dawn of the Dead is incredible. It's what made me want to make uh, my zombie movie when I first made it. Um, everything. Romero's commentary. It's a complex film about the human politics and uh, commercialism wrapped in some fucking zombie gore. And it's brilliant. And it's fucking long. Longer than I remembered. Four in a row. Never saw Are it. you fucking kidding me? <laughs> God damn it. Have you seen I, any of the, the Romero zombie films? No, Seriously? and I think I, I think I even said this during one of our previous recordings, but I may have lied about having seen some of these things wow. just to keep conversations going. There you go. That's what we like, do. You remember blah, 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 blah. You can never day. even trust anything we say on this podcast. <laughs> I'll lie for anything. No, I just, I don't know. I haven't seen it. That's Sorry. fun. I'll make you watch that Shoot, one sometime. Man, I've, I've uh, got a, a bunch of horror movies I that just haven't made this list that I I've think, seen. I think you can get something out of it. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Now we're back on track. All now. right. This to me is a classic I saw when I was a little kid. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Taking us to all the most fucked up movies, even though we were way underneath the rating. Um, Freddie's so classic. Listeners to Loud on the Set, you'll remember that in our impromptu field work, when I asked the, the two ladies outside, I, uh, I said, who's yes. scarier, this person, that person, you know, Freddie Jason, Michael Myers, or Chucky? And then without a doubt, they were like, Freddie, Freddie, why? Because he can get you, Kyle. In, in your, your sleep. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty terrifying. Um, and this was one that I didn't see as a kid. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Um, <laughs> so I, I think I saw it when I was in college for the first time. And yeah, it's iconic. Uh, Wes Craven's really clever. It did Scream as well and various other things. Um, and uh, one of the great things about it is, yeah, they were like, what's, what's more terrifying? You know, the dark where you can't see this, where you the, the sleep. 
You know, yeah. you can't escape it no matter what you do, no matter where you go. Um, terrifying. It's got a young Johnny Depp. The special effects don't stand up the test of time. The Ring. I think we've talked yeah. about The Ring before. Yeah. Um, the Ring was probably like my first teenage horror movie when I was like, nah, I'm going to PG-13 horror film. And uh, <laughs> shit fucked me up for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, was, uh, that, was a, that was a good one. Um, and then The Grudge following shortly after. Um, I don't know if I like this or Ringu, the Japanese version that was made more. Um, I think they're both good in different ways. Uh, the Ring, fucking classic, scary girl. Yeah, we've talked about it on the podcast before. Some my fa- one of my favorite movie memories was just going with a bunch of people in a packed movie house to see The Ring. Great movie, great premise. Uh, also with the element of mystery and piecing together clues. Mm-hmm. The tone of the movie is consistent and great throughout. Some of the best jump scares in a long time. Kyle, they're making another one no. called, called Rings. No. Oh, unbelievable. I didn't even know the that. The Ring 2 fucking sucked. How did you that? bring that? Oh, how about uh, the Tyler Perry Halloween special that's coming out or came out? Fuck you. <laughs> the Fly. Kyle, is this? I need to clarify something. Yes. Jeff Goldblum, right? Yes. Man, this is a good movie. Oh, my God. I'm so <laughs> glad you love it. Yes. Um, I haven't seen it in a very long time, but there are a couple of creepy. We're going to do a whole episode on the fly. Yeah. There are a couple of creepy set pieces and moments that really stand out to me. One is just his transformation in general, like when the thick oh black God. hair start coming out of his skin. Oh, my Gross. God. This movie Disgusting. grosses me out. Dude. Um, and then the arm wrestling scene. Ugh, mm-hmm. when he snaps the guy's arm in half. I can't go. I can't. It's fucking gross. David Cronenberg is my favorite and the greatest director of all time. Um, body, oh, wow. body horror master makes the t- most terrifying fucking movies. I spent my entire college career with my roommates watching all of David Cronenberg's collected works and being fucked up because of it. Because that shit is intense. It's also super deep. There's so much we could talk about with The Fly, Every all the allegorical references and everything. It's one of my favorite movies. I'm so glad you like it. Plus, it's got Gina Davis, one of my favorite actresses. Yeah! Poltergeist! Ooh, Poltergeist, yeah. I think I saw this one when I was a little bit too young, and uh, it also <laughs> scared the shit out of me. All those skeletons coming out of the floor and everything. Um, this is a great uh, example of a uh, good pop horror film. Um, popular came out was just the sensation um everywhere some of these fly under the radar and then later they become kind of cult classic types of things like suspiria um let the right one in those types of things and they get remade and all that shit kyle this movie's so classic to me yeah my uh, again thanks mom and dad showing me this shit when i was <laughs> way young so scary uh iconic imagery iconic scares the tree against the window mm-hmm. now that that scares people to Fucking death raggedy and all uh clowns like oh, yep you were just gonna hit up on it um, static on your television set. Now, I understand that, you know, in this age of digital, it's not really static anymore. Everything's mm-hmm. just like a blue screen where the feed isn't, you know, going <laughs> through. But holy shit, back in the day, static on your TV meant they're here. Mm. Fuck you up. <laughs> the, th- <laughs> the Thing. Kyle, I haven't seen it. Uh, oh, my God. You haven't seen it? Dude. Take it. Take it. The Thing. Like I know the, it's classic. If take you it, like The Fly, it. you would love this one. Another John Carpenter um, from... Uh, um, Halloween fame. He went on to make this film. Dude, you would love this movie. It's John so good. Carpenter made the thing. Yeah. It, well, he remade it. It's so. Oh my god, you have to watch this. Um, everybody's hanging out in Antarctica at a research station, and of course, they accidentally uh, encounter an alien that can shapeshift and take people over. So, what does that mean? That means that the horror in this film comes from the fact that nobody knows if they're talking to a real person or the thing on their camp. Because it totally assimilates and becomes them. So they have to find out ways, and there's all this tension of who's who and who's uh, if somebody's real or not. Oh, it's that kind of claustrophobic, 
alien body horror, John Carpenter brilliancy um, wrapped in this uh, somewhat simplistic package. Very good movie. Halloween, 1978. We talked about this one a whole we bunch. Gave, we gave it in fact, didn't we, we talk about this last year? I thought we gave it its own episode. Yeah, but. I can't remember exactly. Um, but, I mean, Halloween is, how can you get more classic than that? Uh, I mean, uh, I've been plotting to murder you since we even first talked about that, and it's all truly inspired by Halloween. So it's a great movie. Um, I'm really looking forward to uh, um, maybe one day talking about it again. I don't know. I can't really remember if we did it or not. Yeah, me neither. But, hey, since we're talking about it, my favorite horror movie of all time. We talked about it, breaking the mold, being the trendsetter for all teen babysitter uh, slash flicks that followed it. Everything about it. The music, the, the, the spook, if you will, the shape, whatever you want to call them. Michael Myers is iconic. The music is iconic. Jamie Lee Curtis launched into stardom. Halloween, if you haven't seen it, where, where, uh, how, do you, how do you have access to this you? podcast? Like, you <laughs> must be living under a rock. Night of the Living Dead from Guess 1968. Yeah. You haven't seen it. I've lied about seeing it. Um, <laughs> what do you want from me, man? What do you want from me? <laughs> this, is where it it. All, this is where it all started for Romero. This was taking the idea of zombification, which before this point wasn't, wasn't anything. It didn't even exist. It was just the idea of like spooky kind of voodoo stuff. Um, I think it existed in that culture. And... Um, and he crafted the idea of making it, you know, possessions of these people. And the brilliant thing that he did was following in uh, Hitchcock's steps and didn't explain it at all. The dead are rising. Don't waste your time thinking about it. You just got to beat them or burn them. They go down easy. Scramble the brain. Shoot them in the head. Classic lines from Night of the Living Dead. It's wonderful. It spawned the... I think quadrilogy that uh, he put together. Wow. Very good. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Believe it or not, I also saw this for the first time this year as well. Oh, wow. 1974. Um, I don't even know what to say about this movie. Uh, People often write it off as like disgusting, gory nonsense. But if you watch the movie, there's hardly any gore in it at all. Mm -hmm. Um, It is sheer image terror um all about uh animal cruelty and it's amazing it's one of the the things that i remember most about this movie are the sounds like like you said the imagery you took you stole my thunder a little bit there the imagery is scary as all hell it's terrifying and the sound effects of him oinking behind his mask the Mm -hmm. slamming of doors of course the chainsaw the door slam that first fucking door oh yeah just simple things like that i turned it off crazy the the still shots of the house (laughs) Oh my God! It, it again fond memories of the time that I went on that rampage and killed all those people in Texas. I love they splattering their blood with their chains with the chainsaw all over the place. Great stuff. Fuck you. Rosemary's Baby. Have you seen this one? No. <laughs> I Take thought it. so. That's why I jumped in there. Shit. Uh, Rosemary's Baby was done by Roman Polanski before, um, or maybe during the time he was uh, I don't know potentially raping somebody at Jack Nicholson's house and then fleeing the country to. Uh, <laughs> Poland or wherever he is now, what? hiding out. Yeah, Roman Polanski's fucked up, dude. But anyway, Whoa. he made some uh, interesting films, I guess. I don't even know. I don't even like talking about Roman Polanski. But uh, this movie's kind of terrifying. Um, uh, the baby is, of course, um, being born, and is uh, you can understand probably some sadistic shit's gonna go down. It's gonna be like sacrifice for the devil or something but it's all tension from start to finish it's 
complete tension. Um, there's no release until the very end. There's nothing even inherently scary until the very end. Interesting. The Bride of Frankenstein. Kyle, God, take it away. I haven't seen it. That's okay. I haven't seen it either. Yes! The Shining! Uh, <laughs> Hit it, James! <laughs> the Shining, Jack Nicholson. Uh, wow, what a scary movie this is. Um, again, I, for, I haven't seen it in a long time, so my mind drifts immediately to sort of key set pieces and really scary stuff. Him busting down the door, you know, here's Johnny. Uh, the twins in the hallway, the blood spilling out of the elevator. The maze at the end in the snow. When I was a little kid, anytime that I was caught up in the snow and playing around in snow drifts and, and uh-huh. feeling even a sense of being lost for a split second, I thought, oh my God, I'm in the shining. Like, yeah. oh, what a, what a crazy, crazy movie. Mm-hmm. Kyle, take it. Yeah, you took fucking 14 seconds of my time. Oh, God damn. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, The Shining's great. I love it. Um, probably the greatest director ever. Uh, Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. Phenomenal movie. Fantastic acting. Incredibly wonderful. Um, and I probably have seen The Bride of Frankenstein. It was just on TV in a long time ago. Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs. I love almost as much as The Shining. Um, Silence of the Lambs features fucking horrifying performances. And that's what drives it. 100%. Uh, that guy, Anthony Hopkins, is on screen, what, like 14 minutes? And he wins an Academy Award cool. for, like, the shortest performance ever. I'm possessed by the devil. And, uh, you know, it's just pretty scary. Kyle, never saw it. What? I'm You've serious. You've never seen Silence of the Lambs? I have never seen I'm getting up, kill you. But I can't believe you haven't seen that. Nor the sequels, nor anything about it. I know nah, the sequels don't matter. endlessly referenced in pop culture and whatnot, you know, the, the, the way he's treated in the prison and all that. No. Enjoyed his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs> <laughs> alien. Ooh, Alien. Um, is this our... Well, it's sci-fi horror, right? And maybe The Fly is in that um, category as well. But Alien is crazy scary. Mm-hmm. And um, I haven't seen it in a very long time. But Watch it man, again. Oh, man. It's um, fun. Aliens, the sequel, is also a scary. totally different movie. Scary, but for different reasons. Very different, yeah. Almost like action scary. Right. And, and I mean, whatnot. directed by uh, that guy, you know, who did Terminator. What's his name? Uh, James Cameron. Yeah, James Cameron. Yeah. Uh, so, Alien, I, I mean, I, I just, yeah, take it. <laughs> Ridley Scott, one Ridley of my Scott. favorite directors. Uh, Blade Runner also, so I've got a really uh, great place in my heart for Alien. Um, yeah, this movie is uh, a kind of well before its time i think in terms of the the incredibly strong female lead mm. the um the the i mean the effects practical effects yep. not special effects the monster design the ship design everything uh, the hr geiger stuff all of it totally brilliant jaws nobody even knew what jaws could have meant before jaws came out and now jaws is synonymous with shark and never going swimming again fuck jaws i saw that when i was too young too and when that head pops out of the boat ben gardner's head i i fucking jumped off the floor like 10 feet in the air i was horrified this movie is disgustingly scary you know kyle it's interesting jaws jaws appeared in one of our earlier fast forward episodes that's how popular the movie is because it's in one of our fast grossing right uh yeah yeah um I'll chop you up and, and throw you in a chump bucket and f- throw you over the bottom of the, the side of a boat and feed you to the fucking sharks. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wait, was that a line in the Soundtrack, movie? the the animal itself, we've talked about it, the the hide the monster effect of, of not revealing it. 
um, yeah, hopefully they'll chew you up into thousands of little bits and, and just leave nothing but the bones at the bottom of the ocean. I swear that wasn't in the movie. Um, Psycho. Uh, wow. Psycho's good. Um, thankfully, I don't know how, I didn't have the ending spoiled for me the first time I saw it, which was not too very long ago, maybe like five Excellent. years ago. And, oh, dude, I love that. I'm not even going to spoil it now. Paint it forward for all of you out there. Um, Psycho is just so good. The cinematography is is what makes this movie phenomenal. Um, Alfred Hitchcock just knows exactly how to put everything in an image so that it fucks you up. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you, you stole my, my thunder right there. The cinematography. What I remember most about watching Psycho is the caretaking in the angles chosen for the mm-hmm. camera. When he goes to overhead shots, of course, the shower drain, the review. The reveal. Oh, I don't want to say it for spoilers. The reveal. Yeah, the reveal. <laughs> however you want to say it. Um, oh, it's it's so great. It's so great. And and every it, it's iconic. The title. The uh-huh. the soundtrack. The 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 spookiness Simple. of staying at a motel. Even mm-hmm. it, it's 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 almost eternal because we still have shows based on it now. The Exorcist. Ooh. Have you seen The Exorcist? Of course. Hit it. Oh yeah, it's my turn. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> the Exorcist. Uh, again, this has been in a fast forward before. We talked about the impact that this movie had. Mm-hmm. Initially, uh, highly controversial, banned in a lot of places. The the scares are for what's actually happening on screen. No, nothing is jump scare. It's just mm-hmm. absolutely unnerving to see what's happening to the little girl and the possession. Um, I, I, I shared with listeners a lot on the set. Watch this little kid on the floor in the living room. Way too young to see something this disturbing, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Take it. Speaking of cinematography, uh when that girl crab walks backwards down the stairs and oh, like good vomits God. blood everywhere and pisses herself and everything. The scariest part of Exorcist is that it's it's designed so that maybe it almost happened, you know? It, it might not be actually real, but it is shot and it is every, uh, the whole story and screenplay and everything is designed as if it would be real. And that's horrifying. All right, that's the end of my list. That's Kyle. it, we did it. But I've, I didn't take any timeouts, so oh, I'm gonna take my timeout take right your now. Time out. And I'm going to take a look at our list. And here is something that um, jumps out at me looking at this list. Great. The truly impactful, whatever the fuck, I don't know. I'm, I'm stumbling a little bit here. <laughs> but the classics never die. Right. What do I mean by that? The Exorcist is constantly being mimicked. Mm-hmm. They've done sequels. They've done. Have they done remakes of it? If Probably. they haven't, there's things that bite off of it left uh-huh. and right. Same thing with Psycho. There's television shows nowadays mm-hmm. based on even those movies decades old. Right. Uh, Jaws inspired so many, uh, you know, monster, that, that whole genre. Yeah. So these movies don't die. They, they spawn sequels. They spawn imitators. They spawn TV shows up to the current day. Kyle, what do you think about that and comment? And look at, look at the dates. I mean, yeah. they don't lie. There was a... There was like a real push towards restraint in the the world of like late 60s to early 90s of these are things that you can put on screen. There were people that dedicated their whole lives to practical effects, making shit look scary before special effects. And then people just got lazy. And so much of the movies that we see now are trite gore fests or splatter special effects garbage. And when you look at the list and you see the population of these classic horror films being like, bam, 70s and 80s. Oh, yeah. Um, you, you know what's good, and you know how they did it, and every once in a while one pops up. I mean, Silence of the Lambs, 
you get something like that every once in a while. And it's scary not because it's based off of what is scary, you know. It's scary because it hits on a nerve. It hits on a deep, ingrained feeling in people. And that feeling happens to be incredibly unpleasant. Yeah, I, I remember my cousin John used to have um, magazines I forget the titles of them, like Fangoria and yeah, stuff like that, right? Yeah, 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 Magazines dedicated exclusively to the art and artistry of making horror movies mm-hmm. and who were masters of their craft and what new masks. Hellraiser's not on this movie, for example, but that's another one that has a lot of practical yeah. effects. Right. Um, do those magazines exist? Does that celebration of this art form, because how would you do it? Like, the, what would be the, the image just, on the front cover of the newspaper? Right. A fucking computer? <laughs> Right? It's just blogs online now where people reminisce about the glory oh, days. Oh, the good old days. Yeah, Hellraiser is a great one. Um, I mean, the, Friday the 13th isn't on this list. The, my favorite movies, and I mentioned David Cronenberg before, all masters of practical effects. They, yep. don't, they don't fuck around with, with shit, other shit like that. Man, yeah. yeah. It's great. It's well, stuff. on that note, thank you all so much for listening. We're out of time here. Speed reviews, fast forward. Fast forward Halloween edition. Of the, uh, the top 25 slash 24, since we skipped one. Uh, Oops. Horror films that, uh, that have come out. This was a lot of fun. I love all these movies. We'll keep talking about them uh, probably at some other points in the future, um, if you're still alive then. Uh, and we can, um, we can work on uh, pulling some of these out. I'd love to talk about The Fly in great detail, uh, everything about that. And, and I'm going to force you to watch some more Cronenberg films. So I'm going to call my buddy Ian. And we're going to discuss all the Cronenberg films. What up, Ian? How you doing? Excellent. All right. Well, give them the addresses, Kyle. Give them the, give them Loud the- on the set at gmail.com. Loud on the set with Kyle and James. You can find us on YouTube and iTunes. Anywhere you can get podcasts, we'll be there. And uh, loud on the set at gmail.com. Thank you all so much for listening. James, thank you for uh, for doing this with me. Hey, no problem. I'm just going to go home and drink a, a chalice full of blood and worship the devil, and I'll we'll see you next time, right? All right. Again, if you haven't seen some of these movies, go out and watch them. Have a ridiculously good time, and we will see you next time. See you later. I'm possessed by the devil. And cut.